Welcome to Get Up in the Cool Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. It's the fourth and final week of Get Up in the Cool Month. Every year I post some extra special interviews in hopes that you'll be moved to support the show. This week's extra special guest is George Jackson. We recorded this about a month ago at IBMA in Raleigh, North Carolina. Get Up in the Cool is listener funded. It costs money and time and energy to make. So I need everyone who can chip in and wants the show to continue to sign up at patreon.com slash get up in the cool and choose a support level that you can sustain. You'll get some cool rewards too. Sometimes I make full video episodes. I'm planning on making one this week and only Patreon subscribers get to watch those. Then there's the secret weekly bonus track podcast, the get up in the cool music archive featuring every tune and song and bonus track ever recorded for the show and the monthly banjo hanging workshop. But the real reward you get is the assurance that I'll keep making get up in the cool. I love making this show, but it's way too time consuming to be a hobby. I got two kids, so please contribute if you can. Speaking of which, shout out to Get Up in the Cool's newest Patreon supporters. You have tricky names for me, so I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Kevin Duell and John C. Ostman. I hope that was close. And special thanks to Chris Stableford, one of the few people who listens to both of my podcasts. Chris raised her pledge amount. Thank you all so much. It really means a lot to me. To those of you who haven't signed up yet, go now while you're listening to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, linked in the show notes on your podcast app, and choose a support level that you can sustain, because small sustaining donations are much more helpful than large short-term donations. It helps me set my budget for the coming year. One more thing before we get started, I'm teaching a four-week intermediate claw hammer course with Cafe Lena starting October 31st. You still have a few days to sign up. Buy your ticket now. I put a link in the show notes. All right, that's enough business. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with George Jackson. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Thank you. 
George Jackson. Welcome hey. back to Get Up in the Cool. Yay, thanks for having me back. Yeah. It's been a long two years. It has, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the last time I was on here was the last, the very last clifftop. The very last one. <laughs> <laughs> the very last one. <laughs> As far as we could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when we met, I think. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And then we were planning on having a little follow-up last year. We were going to go on a little duo tour on that's, the West Coast. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... One of many... Uh, one of m millions and millions of plans that, that never eventuated. Yeah. You know, year. these things just kind of fall through sometimes. Yeah. They yeah. still quite come together. Yeah. But, but I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen yeah. in the future. Absolutely. <laughs> so we have so many things that we could be talking about. Yeah. But the one of the main reasons that you're on the show today yeah. is because you have an album coming out, Hair and Hide. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, yeah, um, new album coming out October 29th um, of 2021. Don't know whether that's ahead or behind as per mm -hmm. when this comes out but um it's uh it's just i suppose as the uh the album title would indicate or suggest uh just an album of banjo and fiddle duets um, and something i started working on early in 2020 um before the pandemic but um so i had that i had that idea sort of brewing but um, I guess it was lucky that I decided that I was only recording duos. Uh, yes. Because that, I managed to actually make that happen. Yeah. Um, with the majority of the recordings happening, like, post... Uh, lockdown. <laughs> post lockdown, yeah. yeah Post-March 2020. How did you go about doing that? So the, fir like the fir first four tracks I recorded were with uh, two tracks with Brad Kolodna and two tracks with Jake Blunt. Yeah. Um, Both pretty clo close-ish to Nashville. Yeah, yeah but uh, but hard. I recorded... I mean, I recorded all of the tracks in Nashville. So, oh, yeah. um, so Jake came to Nashville, play a show uh, at the station in which we were sharing the bill uh, with with Tui and, and my band. Um, oh, was this right before? This was February. Okay. Uh, yeah, February 20th. Yeah. yeah, it was literally right before. It was probably a couple of weeks before it all yeah. fell to pieces. But um, I got Jake into the studio for half a day there. We recorded a couple of tracks. And I think prior to that, a couple of weeks prior to that, I'd, uh, I'd had um, Brad down, obviously, to play in my group. Um, I suppose he was around about that same time uh, that Jake was in town because we were all playing at the station. And... And uh, yeah, got him to play too. So the rest of the the rest of the tracks um, basically happened. I, I didn't really know what to do at first, and then I sort of figured um, I would ask people who were either passing through Nashville for one reason or another, or people who were in Nashville, um, if they would feel comfortable, you know, being masked and distanced uh, inside of a studio with just me, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, you know, uh, we managed to make that work for the other, um, I guess, five banjo players that I recorded with, uh, throughout the rest, for the rest of the album. So, yeah. So there's seven banjo players. Seven banjo one players. One fiddler. One fiddler. Well, I guess technically <laughs> they're all fiddlers as well, or a lot of them are. I suppose. Yeah. 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 So. yeah a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Who, who else is on 
the album. Who played Peter Francisco with you, the tune that we just played? Yes, yeah. Um, One I of re- my favorite tunes. Yeah, it's a great tune. And um, I recorded that with Joe Overton. Um, I don't think I know Joe. Oh, man. Joe is an amazing banjo player and amazing fiddle player, too. He's originally from Smith Smithville. I would, uh, having just stayed with Jake Blunt in Smithfield, I needed to think about that for a little second. Smithfield, Tennessee. Smithville, Tennessee. Smithville, Tennessee. Home of the Smithville uh, Fiddler's Jamboree. Um, Joe's a really interesting guy. Great, great, great musician. Um, and he kind of came from that, like, um, old-time punk scene. You know what I mean? Uh, he kind of found old time through that, like, yeah, like folk punk, punk, like that, yeah. you know, West Virginia, Kentucky, like, you know, protest punk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, old time scene, yeah. you know, which, which, uh, you know, ex- exists. Um, yeah. Uh, and kind of crusty. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the crusty scene. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I've never directly been involved, but, um, but uh, you know, sure. I love a lot of those people. So, um, but anyway, I, I've been hanging out with Joe a bit in Nashville because uh, he likes, you know, he wants to pick tunes. And um, his, his wife, Nora Jane Struthers, is um, uh, a really fantastic bluegrass and country musician. And so he's often on tour with her. Um, so we get, like to get together and pick tunes. Um that was one that we, uh, just before the lockdowns, uh, we played that one at a jam session and just raged it for like 10 minutes. And it was so much fun. So I feel like part of the idea of the album was to, uh, I wrote a tune f- with each sort of person's style in mind yeah, and brought that to the table. And then we would sort of either mutually agree on another tune, mm-hmm. uh, something that, you know, either we'd played before and really vibed on or that the, that that person wanted to bring to the table that was kind of really representative of their their musicianship and so maybe something that um, would open me to their music rather oh. than me sort of tell them what to do so that would, so that it would be a, a little bit of a um, a give and take yeah know? but you're like, like writing love letter tunes to each of these people basically, basically. you're like thinking about them yeah, and like they yeah. would like this yeah, yeah. that's really sweet <laughs> I like that a lot <laughs> I mean you know like I was explaining to someone else in an interview recently that like you know not every tune was uh, specifically written with that person in mind like I had some you're tunes curating that were that that I'd written that I like specifically was like I'd like to do this one with you I think this one would would suit your style yeah. um, although other ones you know I had to be like I need a tune for this person and and um, would come up with something with you know with with their sort of stylings in mind so um yeah there was a couple of different ways that that came about but yeah, yeah. what else but anyway, you... joe overton um yeah so i wrote a tune at, and recorded it with him called lockdown uh, oh. and uh and then we we just decided to revisit that peter francisco because of that epic jam times yeah. in that like little window before covid came down so yeah right on what else do you want to play uh well I've got uh, i got some originals that I'd like to yeah, that I'd like always. to play. Um, maybe maybe a good one to go to from here would be uh, the one that I, that I wrote and uh, recorded with Jake. Uh, 
That's such a special tune. You just released it at just the time of recording it, yeah. it, like a week ago, a week and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah it just came out as a single. I always think it's funny, like, um, <laughs> it you is, know, like, yeah. I'm like, like when I was talking to the distribution company that I'm using, um, they were like, so, like, do you want to release singles? And I was like, I don't want to release singles. It's a fiddle album. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fiddlers don't release singles. Uh, but I guess the way that, like, streaming services and stuff work these days, it kind of makes sense to... Yeah release singles uh to try and you know get on playlists and all that so um yeah so singles we have and this is that, li- and that one uh is the latest is like, single it's like your industry baby <laughs> yeah, basically totally. exactly. <laughs> yeah all right well i've never played it yeah what key is it in it's Keys? kind of in g minor okay um great. b flat g minor let me figure out what i'm gonna do with that <laughs> maybe i'll do this one yeah yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, let's give it again. One, two, three. That's a tricksy one. It is a tricky one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's a very Jake tune, too. Yeah, it's like, uh, I just I fancied his kind of groove on that one. And I guess um, 
one of the sort of inspirations for that tune was, I mean, clearly when you think about banjo and fiddle music, it's hard not to think about, uh, at least in the old time realm, that uh, Bob Carlin album, Bangin' and Son. Yeah. And I was listening to that album a lot when I was kind of formulating the idea of doing this album. And Judy Hyman plays on that one and um, does that tune, um, Geese Honking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love that. I want to write a tune in B-flat B like that. So that's kind of what came out of that little... Uh, like listening experience and trying to kind of recreate some of that vibe it kind of ended up a little bit more minor yeah. um, than that tune but um, but that's cool um, and I guess also that's why I thought Jake might be great on that because you know he loves that I was thing. Swill, I was you know thinking Judy Hyman and then yeah. minory and you know yeah so he loves those tunes that are like minor modal yeah and then go to the flat three major right <laughs> <laughs> That's his, like, yeah, he throws that in a lot. It works for him. Makes sense. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you've been playing with in Jake's band. Yeah. To tour Spider yeah. Tales. I know. That's, uh, that's been really fantastic uh, to sort of have come out of, out of the rubble of the pandemic and sort of emerge a little bit uh, getting the chance to play in, um, in Jake's band. It's been... Uh, fantastic so. I've gotten to see you twice here at IBMA that's where we were at yeah we're at the Raleigh Capitol yeah. building uh, lawn next to Zebulon Bear Advance yes uh, old Zeb old Zeb as we call him yeah we, we stand he's probably awful I don't know who he is <laughs> he's in the I 1800s don't know he's maybe he's great I don't know uh, that's a tangent though the point is I'm just trying to set the scene set the scene I've yeah. seen you twice now with the Jake Blunt band uh, what a special band. It's so good. Oh, thanks. And I love all of the other stuff that's happening here, all yeah. of the bluegrass. Yeah. But there's something really special that happens in the audience, and you can feel it, you can see it, where they've been listening to a bunch of bluegrass, and yeah. you all get up, and you start playing, we're going to hunt the buffalo, and everyone kind of goes, <gasps> Yeah, this is a different it's, groove. It's so groovy and yeah. so spooky. Yeah. And so special. Yeah. And you go in yeah. so many different directions. Y'all play some, like, yeah. early jazz blues stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Um, we're having a ball playing in that groove. It's, it's yeah, it's really fantastic. Um, uh, I love Jake's musicianship. I love his uh, his message. And um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. And and all of the other musicians uh, in that group are just, just great people, too. So. Yeah. What well, one thing I wanted to point out is, yeah. I'm under the impression that in Mad Mama's Blues on Spider Tales, the doo -doo 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 -doo, oh. I believe that is two fiddlers. Oh, yeah. in the recording, and I and I was <laughs> hearing y'all start to play that, and I was like, I wonder what they're gonna do. There's only one fiddle on stage yeah. right now, and then George Jackson, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> plays this. I try to play it. Yeah. Plays this yeah. slinky. <laughs> uh, duet part <laughs> both parts <laughs> and yeah, I was like oh, yeah. no way <laughs> I almost made a scene uh, <laughs> oh that's cool yeah, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a laugh I, I didn't know what to do there we experimented with Jake kind of playing one of the lines in between singing but it was yeah. it was it was difficult and um, I managed to be able to sort of 
figure out playing both those lines at the same time. It's yeah. like not quite as uh, greasy as I would like. You know what I mean? Kind of. Like, I thought there's plenty of grease. I was very impressed. <laughs> I thought it sounded great. And also, I, I'm glad that it's just one fiddler doing it so that Jake can do his, like, oh, yeah. lady blues singer, like, oh, yeah. diva thing Work, and just snap he, he works with it. his, like, <laughs> harness on. Oh, yeah. The harness, that's the... So uh, cool. That's the, um, that's the trademark look yeah. for Jake for Jake in, in this band so far. So, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a treat to hear you all, and I'm sure to be in that band. It's oh, so fun. Yeah, and I'm I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to to more that we get to take it on the road and um yeah. 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 See where it takes takes yeah. us. <laughs> and then maybe for the next album you'll be in that, but who's to say Oh, Jake's be, next album. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't even know if we're allowed well, to talk well, about it at this point. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not maybe you'll be in the touring band for that, but we'll it is in we'll a very see. different direction. In, but indeed. I would love Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. yeah. Just putting those teasers out there. Yeah, I think yeah. we were allowed to do teasers. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do you want to play? Yeah. Um, well, I've got a little list. Let me have a look. Let me consult the, the iPhone list. Yeah, let's play Let's play something a little more major Um I want to give a go at playing Mississippi Sawyer with you. Oh, good. Um, I don't know I if recorded... I'm going to be able to West Corbett it up. But right, I'll... right. But let's old time it. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, let's old time it. Um, yeah, this is a track that I recorded with the just phenomenal uh, bluegrass um, virtuoso uh, of picking banjo, West Corbett, who lives in, in Nashville. And um, we've become uh, quite good friends over the last year. Um, and uh, it's you know, like to get together and pick tunes. Uh, he's just, just outrageously talented. Like, you know, in my humble opinion, you know, I think he's kind of, I think, you know, my, in my personal opinion, I think he's kind of the top of the top of the heap when it comes Hell to yeah. like, uh, <laughs> the sort of modern banjo, bluegrass banjo aesthetic. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just amazed at his playing. So top of was, the heap. Oh, my personal opinion yeah <laughs> um yeah uh yeah he's uh, yeah he's he's a total virtuoso so um we uh we we were jamming on mississippi sawyer and decided that that might be a good one for us to kind of play as the as the sort of um uh collaboration piece uh but i kind of want you know like i didn't want to just play mississippi sawyer um so i decided to sort of go through the old slippery hill files there yeah. see what i could find and found a couple of really interesting versions that i that i couldn't choose between basically um i hadn't heard that one before right yeah it was well really cool well actually you know it's 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 a combination of two different versions okay. because i couldn't choose okay. so <laughs> the first version um by ernie carpenter of west virginia uh, that's the a part um and then his B part is is fairly standard, oh. and uh, but I was listening to another version that had this, this super rad B part um, from uh, Eden Hammonds, also okay. West Virginia, and um, so I was like, well, I like this A part and I like this B part, and I was like, 
Old time police be damned. We're going to put them together. <laughs> you just say you're playing Mississippi's Sawyer. <laughs> Mississippi's Sawyer, yeah. The George Jackson version is uh, yeah. the uh, the New Zealand version, as I yeah. like to say. Um, yeah, so, uh, so we put those two together and um, got this really interesting little Mississippi Sawyer, the A part from Ernie Carpenter, uh, with, with kind of extra beat. And the B part with this just super rad kind of... Um, melodic phrase that kind of goes down to the the seven of the chord which i think is kind of cool that's that's getting a bit nerdy we'd have to talk about that no uh, nerd it up play it yeah (laughs) here we go one two three What a great version. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, yeah. I like those two little parts together too, even though like they don't, they didn't, you know, they came from different players and different parts. I think they kind of work, you know, in a kind of quirky way. So, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Something I wanted to talk to you about that I think happened between when I last saw you mm-hmm. in August, which maybe we'll talk about a little bit in our plugs section. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, you you made this post that I really appreciated about 
the barn in the bend. Oh. The uh, the wedding yeah. venue where you and Rachel got married, and that is the the inspiration for probably my favorite tune of the last time we were on oh. the show and of your last album, Barn in the Bend, yeah. which I think is the most like romantic <laughs> waltz that I've ever heard. Thanks. It is a waltz, is it? It it's is a waltz. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, and we played it on the show last time. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I may have proposed to you also <laughs> like afterwards <laughs> indirectly. Uh-huh. Uh, because, yeah, I, I love that tune and I love Thanks. all of the romance embedded in it and then you made this post with this really troubling news that right. they don't perform same-sex marriages. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of a funny one, like because I was like, oh no, do I just never play this tune again? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't know, <laughs> like, wh- where to go with with my sort of. Um, place in that at first so yeah so it turns out that that the place where my wife and i got married is a venue in madison tennessee called barn in the bend um uh yeah they they denied um access to to a same-sex couple um who rightly so um basically uh caused a bit of a fuss about it and uh got a lot of attention Turns out that I think that uh, one of them has a podcast that maybe has a lot of following, uh, yeah. a, a large following. So they're able to sort of generate some, some, um, uh, be able to get the word out, I suppose. Yeah. And um, a couple of people sort of messaged me and was like, oh, isn't this where you and Rachel got married? And, and yep. so, yeah, then I was sort of like, oh, do I change the name? Do I get rid of this tune? Like, I like the tune. And, I got to thinking about that tune and, you know, like, I wouldn't say that the venue is what inspired it. I, I, I would say that, like, we made the venue yeah. great because of, of um, you know, like, Your what love. we brought there, you <laughs> yeah. know? We brought all the cool people. Yeah. We brought this brilliant, like, party. Um my wife Rachel put in so much work to like literally take down all of the awful decorations that they had with live, laugh, love written everywhere. And, um, and you know, like, um, yeah. Yeah. And honestly that, that, um, Jackie, that, um, venue manager was a pain in the ass to deal with for us. Yeah. You know, so, um, really what we brought to that venue was what, um, what made it special and Mm. including the, like, you know, I, I couldn't list on my two hands all of the like LGBT um, friends who were there to support us and yeah. yeah. our marriage, and that, that like we couldn't then return the favor to at that venue because of this, you know. And so yeah. it just felt it felt wrong. Um, well, it is wrong, but um, but you know, I, I didn't know what to do about the tunes. So, but I, I you know, I decided to keep the name on that tune and uh and try and sort of use that as a vehicle to generate some change if possible or some awareness or some fundraising you know what i mean yeah. so i i sort of implored people to um donate to some lgbtq um 
organizations uh, in the name of the venue owner, uh, Jackie, whose last name I can't remember and don't care to right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I thought that was a, a good idea. I, hope, I was hoping that maybe uh, she would get some letters, some thank, some yous, thank yeah. you letters in the mail. Um, and yeah. Um, so, and that was, so that was earlier this month. And then I don't know if you know this, but, um, but actually like literally a couple of days ago, um, do you know that Facebook God, you know? Oh the, yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. God on Facebook. Um, <laughs> God's Facebook page literally <laughs> posted about like posted a blog post about it and quoted my, my, <laughs> my full post as a part of that, which was, oh, lovely. Uh, which was uh, I was like, what? Oh, there yeah. you go. So You're there you divinely go. or... God, God <laughs> approved. approved of the message. Uh, disapproving of uh, yeah. fun and the Ben's policy there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I like how what you did with that situation <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, Thanks. I'm, I was sorry to hear about the news, but yeah. I think that tune's so great. And I'm glad you found a way to... Well, I, I feel like, you know, like now if people play that tune or if I play that tune, like I still want it to be called Barn and the Bend. Um, and that may be like, like just right now, like the, the context and the discussion around that means that, you know, there's, there's yeah. a chance to talk about this. Like, and honestly, I was like, I was just like incredibly surprised that in 2021, we're still, y'all still have to deal with this. Uh, you know, those of you who, um, yeah. who are, you know, who face that sort of discrimination. Want, is want to make certain absurd. commitments in public yeah. and have them recognized yeah. by the state. Yeah. Only reasonable. Yeah. And you would think that... Well, I mean, like, you know, let alone just, like, saying no to people wanting to pay to use a venue. Exactly. Like, At like, least for cynical like, capitalistic like, reasons. Like, Come capitalism? <laughs> like, like, hello? Like, do you... Like... Yeah. If Pepsi or whatever yeah, yeah. can like, like have on. a pride flag, yeah. like at least for purely capitalistic reasons, yeah. please say it's yes. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I really appreciated it. Oh, thanks. And, uh, yeah. Well. yeah, I think it's great that when people in, you know, at least straight passing marriages can put their their relationship on the same level and say like, you know. Mm. I appreciated the solidarity and oh, yeah, I'm, I thought I'm it was glad. lovely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't do it to get any attention. I was, I just was. Like, I want I, I, I was want to give you attention. Yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, of course, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the optics around that kind of thing are so fraught. Yeah, but I, I did see. I did. I did like it, it got shared quite a few times on Facebook, and I did follow around on some of those comments. And there was one guy being like. I just see, I just see a musician trying to sell more albums because I said that I would, uh, I would donate half of all the proceeds of yeah. any albums that I sell this month to, uh, yeah. to you know, like to my, my, my donation. And um, he was like, I just see a musician sure. trying to sell more albums, and I was like, Of course they would say that. I was like, That's, <laughs> that's not my intention. Yeah, you're you're literally saying <laughs> I'm going to take a dent. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Well, goes, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, we have time for, I think, two more. Cool. Um, what do you want to play before we tell people how to hire you and all that stuff? Sure. Yeah. Do you want to play um, 
This tune that I wrote and recorded with Brad Kolodna. Yeah. Um, it's called Neighbor Mike. Yeah. And I named this one for my neighbor, Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> neighbor Mike is, uh, you know, he's a, he's just a good old Tennessee dude uh, who's our neighbor. And, uh, well, he helps us out a lot, you know. Um, he's got all the tools. He works as an elevator installer and sometimes as a... Um, as a billboard, um, I don't even know what you'd call it. Billboard spreader, billboard, <laughs> billboard uh, resurrector. Like a weird insult, you know? Yeah, he's a real billboard. What, what do you spreader. call? What do you call people that put bill like sure. put billboards up? I don't yeah. know. A billboard. It seems hard. Billboard person. It seems like profoundly <laughs> skilled labor to me. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah not, Mike's a lovely guy, and you know, like we we couldn't come from more different sort of backgrounds you know yeah. it really cracks me up um i can say this because i know that mike won't be listening but um it really cracks me up when you know i moved from new zealand to literally to nashville to play bluegrass and old-time music and i meet the the most like tennessee born and raised like the neighbor of, mics of the world na- yeah, yeah neighbor mike and uh all he wants me to do is to play Rocky Top or, um, you know, like, like it's literally like, oh, uh, you know, people used to say this to me in, um, in Australia or New Zealand. Um, but I didn't realize that it happened also in America, you yeah. know, like you like in Nashville. Yeah. People just want you to play uh, Wagon Wheel or, or Rocky Top as well. <laughs> so um, I love that about yeah. Mike. I think that's just so endearing, you know, somehow. <laughs> you don't want to do Rocky Top instead? I don't want this? to do Rocky yeah. Top, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Great song. Neighbor Mike. No. Great music video. Is that Neighbor Mike in when the a, camera yeah. pans? Yeah, it's yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, well, I, I managed to get him um, to sit there and... Uh, and do a little cameo for the for the video, which Cute. you can check out right at the very end. But he was upset because he hadn't mowed his lawn recently. But you don't see the lawn in yeah. there. But you know, but that's that's you know that's where where Mike's mind is at. You know, yeah. has the lawn been mowed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's for Mike. Yeah. Okay, you're in. Yes. Yeah. Great. All right. One, two, three. Thank you. 
So that's tricky. <laughs> that's, yeah, wow, cool. Well, you know, I had to write a tricky one for Brad. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because uh, he's he's good at tricky ones. <laughs> well, I'd love to have like five more takes of that to really figure it out, but we have other things to do today. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, before before we go, where do people go to get hair and hide? Yeah. I don't know if we'll talk about this later. Whether this we you know, want people to pre-order it or whether you want this to come out after the release, but you know, yeah, either way, yeah. I'm sure it's the same place. It's the same go. place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my website, um, georgejacksonmusic.com, you can order it on there or my band camp. Those are the best places. Uh, so I think that's just, uh, georgejacksonmusic.bandcamp.com. Yeah. It's available on CD, obviously digitally. And also, first time for me vinyl record yeah so i'm pretty excited about that and you you really made a meal out of like like the vinyl is just like all the photos that you took and the design of it is so fun and like vintage and you're like holding animals and playing to cows and stuff yeah little baby goat i think yeah front. yeah Yeah, it's a little goat on the front and you have your like lovely uh salt and pepper long ah! pandemic hair yeah, it's so I, yeah great. I grew my hair long um but uh yeah it's great post the pandemic i think um rachel was not having it <laughs> so um so yeah it's gone now but it, yeah. it lives on forever on the cover of my album absolutely yeah and yeah, i and guess the um the other musicians on the album i should just mention please um because we've talked about Joe, because um, we played Peter Francisco and Brad, who uh, we just played the the neighbor Mike, Wes Corbett, who we played the uh, Mississippi Sawyer, and um, what else did we do? Oh, and Jake Blunt, um, Towns End, and I recorded with him. I also recorded with uh, fantastic Frank Evans from Canada, who who moved during the pandemic to Nashville. Um, and he plays some some claw hammer and some uh, some pick and banjo as well. And uh, my old friend from New Zealand, who I really um, uh, we'd never like actually recorded together, even though we you know grew up playing music together in New Zealand. BB Bowness, who um, was one of two Steve Martin Banjo Prize winning banjo players on yeah. my album. Yeah. Unbeknownst <laughs> to anybody at the time of recording. But um, yeah, BB and Jake both won it that year, last year. So um, yeah, BB is on there and I'm so glad to finally have a collaboration with her mm. seeing as we have so much history. Yeah. Um, and uh, who else have I not mentioned? Uma Peters. Um, oh, great. Fan- fantastic young. Um, Clara in Nashville who's um, I think she's only 13 yeah. at the time of recording and it, particularly one of the tracks is just absolutely beautiful her playing is just hypnotic and, yeah. and, and, and gorgeous so um, it was awesome working with her she's a good um, banjo player oh she's very good she's uh, good like, um, <laughs> yeah her her, she played Gord Banjo on, on this yeah, one yeah, track yeah. that I'm thinking about that well, this tune that I wrote for her and um, it's just beautiful, yeah. And she's she's great on the gourd, yeah. It's really, really beautiful. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's that's everybody. But I, I really wanted to mix up. You know, I, I do play a lot of bluegrass, and there's a lot of bluegrass 
adjacent stuff on there as well. And I'm trying to sort of blur, blur the lines between my of my playing between yeah. the two styles a little bit. So um, that's part of that whole project. Yeah. Right yeah, and you have your Patreon, which you started yeah. uh, during the pandemic, yeah. and it's still going. Right. I mean, yeah. I actually started it just before the pandemic. Oh. Um, but no, but like I was very yeah. lucky that I kind of I'd had about a, a month and a half of having it live. There was a scramble there. <laughs> yeah, because I'd already yeah. sort of had the infrastructure built, and That's great. Um, yeah. But I I have kept that consistent, and um, there is a lesson available for every week since uh january of 2020 so there is like over 60 probably 70 lessons um amazing available um for instant access if you subscribe for just 20 dollars a month at my patreon and there's other tiers as well there's uh less money tiers if people are interested in that but i think it's a pretty good deal myself absolutely I'm a big uh, I'm a big advocate of Patreon. I think it's a, yeah. a really great platform that I think people should uh, get used to being involved in because um, you know the the business model for being a musician is a weird one these days. And yeah. um, as the album sales, yeah, has, plummet and, yeah. and 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 as mu- mu- like access to to YouTube and and streaming music is just like the way that you get to enjoy a lot of the stuff these days. Um, directly paying musicians that you um that you value yeah i think is really um i think it's really valuable and i think it's um it's something that maybe everybody should sort of have a, have a think about and i i certainly support musicians myself that i um that i really uh want to be supporting on there too so and cooking shows too that i oh know, right on that i love what's what's what oh my favorite cooking support? show oh my gosh dude i I'm kind of in love with this guy, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, his, he's he's my favorite YouTube chef. Uh, his show is called Not Another Cooking Show. Do you know oh, that guy? No. Um, I forget his name. Stephen Casado, amazing Italian American uh, chef from New York City. So good, so good. Check it out. It's amazing. Great. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'm always yeah. looking for. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And but like I, what I lo- really love about his show is oh my god we're getting so out in the weeds here. What I really I love, love about his show <laughs> is that like he like like sometimes he'll like mess up and he'll just be like yeah it is what it is you know like he's cooking yeah you know he's like yeah this is actually like maybe didn't come out quite so well or whatever because of this this and this. And I'm like yeah you're earning that hell yeah dude. Most of the time all of his stuff is completely immaculate but I'm just yeah. I just like that sort of like casual vibe that yeah. he has it's relatable it's what we strive for on the show <laughs> it's what I try That's to remind I love myself you too, of <laughs> yeah. yeah well I mean we're gonna talk about this more on another episode yeah. soon yeah all more spoilers yeah yeah but we I don't know when this is getting released but yeah, yeah. Tall Poppy String Band yeah we recorded Coming an soon. album yeah, I'm so excited uh, about this little album that you and I and Mark uh, right. Harris recorded just not that long ago, really. So very um, recently. So yeah, it's going to be a fun little fun little thing for the future. Keep your ears open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon it soon it won't be get up in the call. It'll be George, get off the call, would you? <laughs> We've had enough of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're gunning for. Yeah. <laughs> 
three episodes will be more than more than most. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Brandy Waller Pace likes to say that Jake is the Alec Baldwin of Get Up in the Cool, which I feel is like is that rude? I don't know. <laughs> like, is that a, a drag? I don't the know. The Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the Alec Baldwin of anything, but... That's funny. Yeah. You'll be the Justin Timberlake. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what should we do for our last tune? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about sort of diverting from the album. Uh, maybe we'll do an extra album one for the Patreon subscribers. But, sure. Um, but... Uh, why don't we play a little tune that I've really been digging recently and just learned a couple of weeks ago um, from the playing of great Nashville-based Opry, um, Grand Ole Opry fiddler uh, named Tommy Magnus. Yeah. Um, amazing old-time fiddler from... I'm not exactly sure where he originated, but um, but was was a fiddler on the Grand Ole Opry and um and sort of in that era that really blurs the lines between um old time fiddling and proto bluegrass kind yeah. of times. So a special time. Yeah, a special time. Uh before bluegrass maybe had its name, but you know, some music was going on with that sort of sound and he was a part of it. So um yeah, I think we'll play this one's Lady Hamilton. Oh great. Yeah. yeah, I think we've played this together recently. We may have. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, George. Yeah, this thanks is, for having me back. This is a treat. Yeah. Just playing... Playing to Zeb. Zeb. Playing for Zebulon. Playing for Zeb. <laughs> Over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. This one goes out to Zeb. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go after four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> George Jackson's website at georgejacksonmusic.com to buy his albums, check his tour dates, hire him for your festival, sign up for his Patreon, and learn more about his music. 
the best way to buy his albums is through his site, Church Jackson Music, or his Bandcamp. But if you're not going to listen to it unless it's on your preferred platform, I included a link tree to all the places where you can find it. And of course, everything is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. Support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Get Up in the Cool has a merch store. Go get some podcast swag linked in the show notes. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional claw hammer banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. And don't forget to sign up for my workshops with Cafe Lena. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set, available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for funding Get Up in the Cool for these past five years. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool. <laughs>